welcome to Fancier Chat. Today I am super excited to talk about body confidence and all the things that come with it. It's a bit of a tricky one because we don't normally get the opportunity to say, I'm not feeling that body confident today. And I think it's really important to kind of raise awareness a little bit that everybody has felt a bit iffy or a bit crappy about their body confidence at at least one point in their life and I know that people don't talk about their experiences as much as we should do. So today it is an absolute pleasure that I'm joined by Charlie Simpson. Hello Charlie. Hello. Um, It is so lovely to have you on this podcast. You're also my first ever guest so thank you so much for coming on. I know. I think everything that your Instagram and your YouTube puts out is so relevant. I get the impression when I look at your social media that you post stuff because that's what you want to put out there. And you're not putting it out there because you want to get likes or because somebody's done it so you're going to copy it. I think you really just think, you know what, I can do my hair really well like that so I'm going to do a video. And I know that I look good when I wear this so I'm going to post a picture. It's It's just so refreshing to see that. Yeah, with my Instagram, when I started it, I always wanted to come across as just a normal girl. Yeah. yeah. And not like an influencer who only posts an image of what I want people to see. I just think it's so... I wouldn't say depressing, but as I was younger anyway, I would see all these girls on social media and I think, oh my God, like, wow, they look gorgeous. Because you think, wow, I'm never going to look like that and I'm never going to live up to that standard of, wow, do all girls need to look like that because I don't. Do you know what I mean? It's so tricky to try and fit yourself in. I think you've done that really well because you post content that is really nice to watch and it's refreshing because you post it because you want to. It is really nice to see. Like, I... I mean, on my bio, on my Instagram, I've got, like, real life on my stories and glam life on my feed. So if you look at my feed, it is way pictures of me with makeup on and stuff like that. But my followers know that on my story, I will come on with my makeup on and I will say, I've got really bad skin at the minute. I just, I don't hide my imperfections on my Instagram. No, but why should you? And I think that in itself is just such a think a massive gap on like social media and even like in like day-to-day life where you kind of think oh my god like oh, I'm not leaving the house that many makeup on because I look a bit shit well why not yeah. <laughs> I spent half my life without makeup on I mean <laughs> you know it's... I mean we all do don't we we, all, oh, we yeah. don't always look like what we look like on our Instagram no, feeds I know. Like, and I know that ever. we all have a bit of a joke and I've always said like oh I don't always look like this like look at my Instagram but even so I'm like my Instagram isn't the most glamorous thing you'll ever see in your life. It's me and my friends, sometimes my dog. And, like, if I look glam, great. And if I don't, well, it is what it is, you know, at the it end of the day. It is yeah. No, I get that completely. And I feel like I've always been known to be the type of girl who would go out in a club and not care what people think of what I look like. Yeah, look so, obviously, that. if I go on a night out, I'd get ready to do all my hair and makeup. But then when I go out with my friends, I just, I don't care. I would mm-hmm. rather go out with my friends and have fun memories than have a great picture to put my Instagram. Yeah, something that people are going to question is that me and you, from chatting with you previously as well, we are both quite 
what people would describe as confident people and I think that is because I know I've got great friends I know that I've got a lovely job and I know what I like and what I don't like and I think that in itself I don't know if you're the same but that just makes me as an individual feel so much more confident about who I am but that doesn't mean that I'm always body confident yeah. And I think that's a line where people kind of think, oh, well, if they're confident, like, chatty, etc., etc., then they must be, like, body confident. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel like, because I come across and I I chat with people and I'm no, like, I'm not afraid of saying, like, talking to strangers or things like that. Like, I'm, I'm quite a confident, chatty person. Yeah. But I think I instantly come across that I love myself, that I've got all this confidence in the world, but actually my body confidence and my confidence in itself has always, mm-hmm. I've always struggled with it over the years. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, in, to a certain extent, has struggled with body confidence. And, you know, if one person turns around to me and says, I've never had an issue with my body whatsoever, I will take my hat off to them and say write a book and tell us your secret because I don't think there is a person out there who's not at one point in their life thought I'd like to change this or why don't I look like that or why do I feel this way about my body and I don't think others do and I think that as well is another huge thing because I think we think sometimes that because we like absolutely glamorize other people that they might not be body insecure if that makes sense and until you start chatting about it and you talk to your friends, talk to your mum, talk to anybody, stranger in Tesco, like whoever, everybody, no matter how beautiful you think they are, they they have experienced some form of yeah. insecurity with their bodies at one point. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that so much. I think we <laughs> idolise these people, but I'm sure they have days where they get up and think, oh, my tummy looks big today or my, my legs don't look good or yeah, yeah, have no. some sort of insecurity about their body. Yeah. If, if you're out there listening to this podcast and you've never, ever had one body insecurity or problem, message me and I will pay you to write a book. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Tell me your secret. <laughs> I really wanted to dive into... Now that we know why it's important to discuss, it would be useful to kind of touch on our own experiences with body confidence because personally I find that a lot of my friends say to me all the time, when I asked them like a few weeks ago to describe me in three words for something that I was doing for uni, that all of them almost said confident, if not like every single one of them said you are confident and I thought yeah but that doesn't mean that I am body confident and I have never gone through a year of my life without having a wobble I think we all do though for me my massive insecurity from such a young age was I've always had big boobs and I've always had big hips but because I've got quite narrow shoulders and a thin waist I have like this hourglass figure from such a young age and it was so difficult to kind of think why have I got these massive hips and other girls don't and why do these really skinny pretty girls have absolutely beautiful figures and I don't and I think it took me so long to realise that we've just got different bodies. I I, like completely agree with that because I feel like like a lot of my friends have been like size sixes, size eights, and I mean I I developed re- at a really young age. So I kept, started my period five days before my tenth birthday. Mm-hmm. I had size C D boots mm-hmm. at the age of twelve, thirteen. Yeah. 
a lot of my friends hadn't started their periods. They didn't start their periods till they were 14 and they hadn't developed boobs. And I was like this child who was turning into a woman, but really quickly, and no one else around me was. So I, I, from such a young age, I really struggled with the fact that I had boobs. Yeah. And that I, because I'm quite tall as well, I'm five... I think five eight five nine. All right, okay. And quite broad. Yeah. And my build is not a slim build, and I don't think my build will ever be a slim build. No, I feel like that is something as well, which it's hard to kind of accept that the build of your body and the shape of your body it doesn't yeah. change. No, and I mean my shoulders are wide I've got broad shoulders and I will always have broad shoulders because no matter how much weight I lose my shoulders are going to stay what they are so there's just little things like that that I used to struggle with but now I would say it's been a long journey to be able to accept the fact that I have wide shoulders and that my thighs are quite big but this is me and no matter what I do or if I go on a diet if I do crazy mat exercise which I don't really do which I should be promoting <laughs> but I'm not your best fitness person but none of that is going to change my build no yeah I, I I completely I completely agree with everything you said when I was younger or a lot of the girls in my school were very slim very petite and I remember being stood in the changing rooms with all these other girls who were like also in year nine I was like what 14 15 years old and feeling as if to say oh my gosh my boobs are absolutely huge in comparison to everybody else and my mum always tells me be careful what you wish for because when I was younger all I said was oh mummy I want big boobs like you oh mummy when am I going to get boobies and then when I turned year nine there they were bigger than everybody else's and there was absolutely nothing I could do about it and I used to really beat myself up and say you know be careful what you've wished for well I've got massive boobs now before anybody else by by year 11 everybody was in the same boat as me you know like I always used to think people would say oh she's got like a bigger bum or thicker thighs and I think yeah but she looks great like why is everyone commenting on that like I think she looks amazing but like it's the little tiny things that people pick up on that you're insecure about which adds to it and I find that if people hadn't have said to me oh my god you've got bigger boobs like what size bra are you wearing I would have probably not even noticed but only slightly maybe but because I just had these ginormous (laughs) tits I was just like what the hell am I like why am I so disproportionate to everybody else and it does take a long time to acknowledge the fact that I'm always going to have big boobs. And yeah. <laughs> it, it, but the thing is now, my boobs have always been an insecurity. Maybe it's because I've stopped caring about my own that I've almost stopped looking. Not that I was looking in a sense of, like, I'm attracted or anything like that, but yeah. merely just because I was comparing myself to other people, that because I've now stopped caring about it, I don't... I was speaking to my friend the other day, and she said, oh, yeah, I'm a 32E, and I thought, oh, my gosh... Like, you don't realise, because everybody's boobs and sizes and shapes are so different, that you don't realise that everyone's build is completely different, and people's boobs might be the same size as you, but look smaller, but actually they're wearing the same size bra, and you would never know that unless you asked. No, 100%. And I think how you just said, like, when 
when you were in school, if someone made a comment on something, and then that will forever stay. I think things like that will forever stay with you. Yeah, definitely, especially um, in high school. Yeah, like when I was younger, I have an older brother, and he used to wind me up, and he used to call me tree trunk vibes. And I know full well now, if I sat down and had a conversation with him, he'd be like, I don't mean it. I was only doing it to wind you up. Yeah, yeah. But that stuck with me, so I thought, I've got tree trunk vibes. Yeah. And I always felt like it. And I remember going on, this was when I was a bit older, I went on a date with a guy, and he went to me, oh, your arms are really hairy. And I was like, are they? And, like, you know when you think, I'd never noticed that I had hairy arms before. I mean, I don't shave my arms. I don't think you should. Some people do. It's just up to you, isn't it? Yeah. Now, like, sometimes you think, cool, my arms look hairy. And you think, I would never have thought that unless this guy hadn't said it. I'm and glad you're not with him anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, it was one day and then see you later. <laughs> But I think that's told I'm too hairy. <laughs> it's really funny you should say that because when I can't remember what age I was when I started shaving my legs, I remember coming home one day and all of the girls in my school had been sat in the sun and we'd taken some like cute photos and whatever, like year eight. And I remember coming home and saying to my mum, I need to shave my legs. My mum was like, No, you do not. I said, No, I do. Like, my legs compared to other people's are really hairy. And Honestly, we must have had the biggest argument over me shaving my legs. And then the next day it was, oh, I need to shave my arms. And my mum was like, no, like pick one or the other. But like, it's not, it's not both happening. And I am so grateful that my mum told me not to shave my arms. So oh my, my mum was adamant. She was like, I am not. If I ever find out that you've shaved your arms, I, I will go mad. Yeah. And I'm so glad I didn't because I might mm. have hair on my arms, but the hair on my arms is blonde and quite fine. If I'd shaved them, yep. they'd be like black and prickly yep. by now. <laughs> and they do sometimes grow back really cursed. And I think you don't realise that. Like, it could absolutely, it could be whatsoever. I know that when I was younger, it also used to be about thigh gaps and who had a thigh gap uh, and who didn't. Yeah. And now it's all about everybody wants mm. like a kind of nice workout athletic body. And I think, well, that's just not me and if I had shaved my arms which I'm so glad I didn't do they probably you can't even see like I it just looks it's just an arm like now I look nothing what like what was I bothering about and because someone plants that seed into your mind or even if you compare yourself and you plant it in your own you do grow out of it and if it is a real issue like some people have bad acne bad scarring etc i completely understand where people might be paranoid about that because it's something that's a lot more obvious there's a lot of bad stigma out there about acne and scarring and you really have to put into your mind that it's not always going to be like that and it's so hard you know nobody else is going to comment on your arms and to be fair i didn't need to start shaving my legs when i was that young i only did it because everybody else did it and yeah. like oh yeah i wanted a thigh gap well why you're never gonna have one you've got hips like size of russia like there's no way my body is gonna have a thigh gap like, my thighs were never gonna have a gap between them but you put it in your mind don't you that i'm yeah. going to look like this but you should just it's so difficult to just accept yourself and say okay like i don't have a thigh gap but do you know what i've got a great pair of boobs instead and i think it takes so much courage and bravery to say that and it's something that i know i can say i've actually accepted those things about me and i'm so much happier for it i agree with that as well like in the respect that 
I have fluctuated, I can't say it, fluctuating <laughs> in my weight over the years. Yeah. So I have been a small, the smallest I've probably been is a size 8. Yeah. And the biggest I've probably been is a 14 to 16. Yeah. Um, but when I was a size 8, I thought, I'm finally, I am slim, I am skinny, I am a size 8. Because I was buying size 8 clothes, I instantly thought like I was petite and small. Yeah. And I remember walking into work one day and a girl went, Charlie, you've lost too much weight. You look like a bobblehead. And I was like, what? Like, so I've gone from being a size 14 to a size 8, and now I'm being told my head's too big. Someone will make a comment if you are a size 8 or if you're a size 14, if you're a 10, a 12, whatever size you are, someone will always make a comment that you will take and it will kind of mentally scar you. Yeah. With weight loss and weight gain I am a strong believer that it should happen because health reasons and more so that okay maybe you have put on a little bit of weight and if you're really unhappy then I completely get why you'd want to lose the weight but if you lose too much weight or gain too much weight and it becomes unhealthy and it's just because you're trying to like beat this little voice inside your head I do think that's where a line needs to be drawn because yeah. it's then it becomes more about accepting yourself rather than constantly trying to keep up with this insecurity. Massively. So I would say when I went down to a size 8, I had gone through quite a trauma in my life. I had lost my dad, who I lost when I was 18, and it was about six months after that, and I'd also come out of a three-year relationship with someone who I'd been with since I was about 16. Um, And I literally, I didn't try. I was eating, I was still eating full dinners, I was having lunch, but for some reason my body just, I think the stress just got to me and I just went down to a size eight. And I look back at the pictures and it's not me. And I know it's not me. So there's no way, I don't think in my life now, I will ever try to go back to being a size eight because it wasn't me I looked ill my head did look massive and I think that again is to do with accepting your build as well which I'm so glad that you have because I know that size 8 or size 10 are like the most common sizes and I find that that is a petite build slim figures and I just for a very long time I was the same as you and I put into my mind oh my gosh I need to stay at this size because this is the size that everybody else is this is the size that is glorified on social media and this is the size that makes me feel slim well it's not it's just a size of clothing like I remember being younger and my mum being like that size 10 doesn't fit you Charlotte you need to get a 12 and I'd be like I'm not buying the 12 yeah and she'd be like why not I was like I'm not wearing a size 12 I am not size 12 yeah now I mean, if I like a top and it fits and it's a size 16, size 20, so be it, I'll buy it. I don't care what it says on the tag, because if it looks good and looks nice, I don't care. Amen to that. I love that. That is. I really don't care. So many girls I know will listen to this, and guys, and think, do you know what, I've experienced that, and yeah, I've had that thought in in my mind, and maybe I didn't quite know why I thought that, but here's our experiences, and I think it's it does come from a place of I need to be a better version of myself and some people do the opposite and they 
put weight on maybe for health reasons or maybe they're the opposite and they think oh my gosh I'm too skinny well no like if that is the way you are meant to be embrace it because like that's your body you you only got one (laughs) I've had friends who have who obviously were a lot smaller than me and I had one particular friend and she she'd always been she was built really skinny and she was told all the time by people you need to eat more you need to eat more. You need to put on some weight. And she, I, I mean, she'd keep up with me. We would pig out. We'd eat loads. Yeah. And she was just built like that. She was just built slim. I mean, she had boobs, and that was just the way she was built. Yeah. But I think you would never tell someone who is overweight and not eat. So why do you think it's acceptable to tell someone who's on the smaller side that they need to eat? Yeah. Definitely. It's just as insulting. Yeah, I agree completely. And I think that also comes down to, maybe it comes with maturity where you accept yourself, but you also have to start accepting other people for who they are as well. And I think that sometimes people have the feeling that they need to comment upon something, whether that's because it just comes from within or it's an immaturity or it's for popularity or whatever it is. I think especially as you're growing up as young adults, you do comment and judge people more because I think you're learning that eventually that's not okay. And I know I've done it. You know, you do comment and sometimes people fat shame and they thin shame and there's been a million comments recently about Adele which we'll get onto in a moment but you have to start accepting other people's body frames as well as yourself otherwise you're just never gonna get anywhere when it comes to self-acceptance I'm not gonna say that I've never turned around and said someone's gained weight or someone's really skinny and they're too skinny or I think when I was a teenager I used to be quite I was so insecure in myself that if I could make someone else feel a little bit insecure like I did, then I'd feel better about myself. Yeah. And I realised what I was doing. Yeah. I mean, my school life wasn't the best. I have grown so much from being a teenager to being an adult. I'm yeah. a completely different person. But I do think when someone says something to you because of experience of myself, it is because they're insecure themselves. Yeah, that also shines a light on it the other way in saying that you may be on the receiving end of somebody making comments about you, but it does not mean that they aren't also insecure. I think so many girls make past comments and guys as well. Like, people put themselves on a pedestal I'm all for it, self-confidence, like, you go for it. But when it comes to comments on other people, I think it makes them feel, oh, like, why are they saying that to me? Like, why do they have the ability to say that? But it is because they are insecure in themselves. And until you realise that, everyone's comments that people make to you, they're always going to get to you. Yeah. And it, it, it is such a big part of it. And I don't think until you start talking to other people who have experienced the same thing like yourself it's so refreshing to talk to somebody i think we're told all the time that women should be slim and slender and sexy and it's so hard to stay up to that like live up to that appearance when you're not built that way i mean there are so many girls that i know personally who are larger builds who are absolutely drop dead gorgeous but i know for a fact that the amount of hassle that they've had over their weight is just it's like absolutely shameful and it's disgusting because 
they're beautiful and I think why does it matter you know until you start accepting that other people's bodies are different you're never going to get anywhere you're never going to accept yourself yeah it's such a big part of it like commenting on other people and comment on yourself you just have to start accepting and I think that's what it comes down to yeah I definitely agree I I have accepted my body and I'm not saying that I don't have days where I look in the mirror and I still Mm -hmm. think oh yeah. why isn't my tummy a little bit flatter or why do I have big legs or yeah. my stretch marks on my thighs but then I I try and sit back and tell myself what I've been telling myself the last couple of years is they're not you and you're not them no. so there's no way you can sit there and think why aren't I that build, why aren't I skinny I mean in my relationship with my partner he is probably 5 foot 10 5'11 at push, so he's not your average tall man is about six foot. Yeah. So in my head for years, because I'm quite a tall girl, I always thought I need to go out with someone who's six foot because I can't be taller than my boyfriend. But now I just think I, I don't care. If I wear heels, I'm taller than him. His insecurity is the fact that I'm taller than him. So when we have pictures taken, he's like, take, take your heels off quickly, take your heels off, or bend your knees. Or, but he doesn't do that because he doesn't like my height. He does that because, obviously, one of his insecurities must be his height. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, like, for years I thought I was going to have to wait for the right guy, the tall, a tall guy, to make me feel like I'm small. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where it's but all, now, you need to just embrace your height. Yeah. I'm not taller than him when I'm in normal shoes. It doesn't bother me if I am taller than him. Yeah. It's, I don't care. As it l- doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. And it's the same with so many different things. All of the things that we worry about, they really don't matter. There is cures there's medicine for things like acne scarring if you want to lose weight gain weight there's things out there now because of the world that we live in that all of the above can help you with but i think a lot of it comes down to your own happiness and your own acceptance and kind of just saying to yourself i'm not really too happy where i'm at at the moment but why is that maybe i should stop giving myself such a hard time about height maybe i should stop laying into myself about searching boob reductions on google because no one's got money for that you kind of have to hit reality a bit and say okay like there's more important things in life than worrying about if you're too tall or if you've got massive boobs it's not the end of the world and acknowledging that you are going to be a lot happier if you just give it a rest for a little bit and just let yourself be i think that happiness that comes within just makes you so much more body confident than you'll probably ever be yeah, no, I, I agree completely. I just think, what is the point of tearing yourself down when you're you're meant to be this way? Yeah. There's a reason why you are this way. Yeah, I mean, there's perks for everything. If I could tell my younger self, in about 10 years' time, your boobs going to look absolutely banging when you go on holiday, then <laughs> I wouldn't even be worrying. You have to look at the positives and say, all right, I've got a scar, but do you know what? No one else has got this scar, so I'm going to rock it like it's personal to you. And there's no scars or anything that don't have a story. And I think there's so many things like that, that when you flip it and you look at the positives, it just makes you feel so much better about yourself. And I'm not yeah. saying that you should flip everything to a positive to kind of like hide some things because obviously if you are unhealthy in your weight or if if you do have bad acne there are ways for you to get help and you can find a place where you're more accepting of yourself 
then I'm all for it. But if it's purely because you're like, I want to look better and I want to impress this and that unhealthy traits that you put into your mind, then I'm totally against it. I think it definitely comes from a place yeah. of like self-acceptance, really. A hundred percent. We were going to talk about Adele. Oh, yeah. It is so... It breaks my heart. She, I mean, the girl, the poor girl, you don't know where she's coming. I know. <laughs> Bless her, I feel so sorry for her because it, I think this is a prime example of if you're overweight and you don't care, but people comment on it, you lose weight and people still comment on it probably more than yeah. what you were when you were overweight. My personal opinion, I have never in my life looked at Adele and I'm not just saying this, I've never looked at her and thought, oh, crikey, she's overweight. That has never, ever even crossed my mind. The reason why I think Adele is so loved is because she was just Adele. She yeah. was just herself. Yep. It wasn't like any other singer who gets signed by a record label and then pushed to be made into this yep. certain look, certain way. Adele was Adele. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, it's the voice on her like you cannot even no. comment on it and no. she is a very talented woman and the fact that before those photos were released and stuff of her after she'd lost weight I bet she felt on top of the world I bet she yeah. felt I've done it I've lost weight I feel healthy I feel happy and then these photos get released and you read the comments and so and so from blah blah goes I'm afraid you when you're fat. I know. And it must and be like... so, like, soul-destroying because she, as quite rightly as you said, probably posted that picture, as we all have done, and gone, I look absolutely bloody fantastic in this photo. Yes. And mm. then all of a sudden it's, oh, my gosh, you've lost too much weight. Oh, my gosh, you're unrecognisable. And it's like, oof, I wasn't expecting that. You've been telling me to lose weight for, like, ten years. Uh-huh. Like, where's my praise, you know? But... I don't think anybody will truly understand why she's lost weight unless you're Adele. And yeah. even if she lost it because, say, she wanted to, say she decided, you know what, maybe she's become an exercise freak, maybe she started running marathons and she, her health has absolutely peaked, nobody will ever know the real reason why she's lost weight. But I just think it's so unfair and it's a prime example of people commenting upon something which, to an extent, is the result of their original comments. I also think we've got to look at it as in a way of, I think she's recently got divorced. Yeah. So she might have gone through quite a, well, she must have gone through quite a stressful time. And stress can cause a lot to happen on your body. You can lose a lot of weight, you can lose hair. I mean, from previous experience, I've lost hair from stress. And for her to Mm. post a picture after everything she's gone through, even if she didn't try to lose weight and she has unfortunately just got stressed and lost weight and stuff like that for them people to then turn around and be like you look better when you're fat now you should be a big girl you've ruined yourself you look old it must just be so so destroying again that kind of covers what we've just chatted about in the sense that they probably are insecure in their own ways yeah and yeah because there's no way that i would have ever made that comment and i know that you would never have commented on it at all either no. and i think that's because we're quite accepting of other people and other people's differences and 
I looked at the photo and I thought, oh my gosh, the first thing I noticed was her hair. I said, her hair looks completely different. It's so long and she suits yeah. it so much better longer. Not that yeah. it mattered. If she cut it in a bob next week, I'd probably say the same thing. I mean, Christ, it's Adele. But yeah. equally, I did not notice like how thin she was. I loved her dress and I think yeah. I noticed all the positives and that's because I don't look at people and think um like i'm gonna nibble at that because i know it'll make them feel shit and not like these tabloids who comment on things i mean whoever's idea it was to post this in the first place has probably made thousands because so many people have made comments on it it just touches on the whole people make comments when they're feeling insecure yeah until you learn that and you accept that and i hope adele does because it's the only way that you're just going to stop caring about what people think. I know, and I hope she accepts the fact that she is who she is, because, I mean, me and you can say from personal experience, we've had one or two people make comments and it stays with us forever. Yeah. Imagine going online and seeing over 100,000 people making comments on the fact that you've lost weight. If, if people firsthand saw the impact, if it did, who knows? She could be absolutely ruling this out and be saying... I am, you know what, I don't care how people can comment. And if she does, bloody love her even more than I do. But yeah. if they saw the effect that it has probably had on her of all this negativity, of something that, as we've said, she probably posted thinking, I look absolutely bloody fantastic, because she does. Yeah. Then I think people would just not even think twice about saying stuff like that, because until you experience it firsthand, you never know what it's like hearing like nasty things and nasty comments made about your body it's just not pleasant no it's not nice no so i am going to wrap up the end of part one here because there is so much more to say and we could chat about body confidence our experiences for absolutely (laughs) ever so in part two we're going to dive into kind of accepting ourselves and advice to our younger selves or advice to younger people not that we are professionals but we're just people normal people with experiences and i think the whole point of this podcast is to share your experiences so that other people can be supported or take comfort in them i'm not going to let this run on for any longer so i'm going to cut this one here uh-huh. and then we'll see you in part two